It's like, you'll get people who just, let me make the craziest, hardest workout I can think of. Well, that's not really helping anybody if you're not really basing it on anything scientific or what their goals are. It's, and I, we always say this, it's easy to make a workout hard, but what are you doing to make that workout better for that person? Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Krista Delakis of Breakaway Fitness. Krista, it's awesome to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit about all the awesome things that Krista is doing so you can learn a little bit more about her. Krista was a two-sport Division I scholarship athlete in women's fast pitch softball and women's volleyball at George Mason University. After graduating, she played with the Connecticut Breakettes, a women's major fast pitch team. In August of 2002, Krista made the Greek national softball team, which won gold at the 2003 European Championships B Bowl. In 2004, she was selected to be an alternate and assistant coach for the team at the Olympic Summer Games in Athens, Greece. In 2005, she helped the team win an A pool silver at the European Championships. In the gym, Krista is known for her sarcasm and her ability to Krista people. To be Krista is to be suddenly find yourself doing something you had no intention of doing before, which is not a bad trick for being a trainer. Krista enjoys spending her time with Jeff and their son Gordon and her twins Alani and Farah. She loves anything to do with being outdoors. Krista, it is awesome to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Let's do it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, the first question I had was, to ask you if there's anything additional you want to tell us about your CEO story and what led you to kind of start your business. Well, I have an interesting story. I actually went to college not for what I'm doing now. So I wanted to be a sports reporter and um, I went and worked at ESPN after I graduated college and I was getting paid $6.50 an hour, no benefits. And I looked at myself and I'm like, I'm a college graduate. I'm getting paid $6.50 an hour and I am not happy here. So I moved back down to the area from Connecticut, started working at News Channel 8. And I had a uh, epiphany one day. I looked around the newsroom and I said, everybody around me is miserable, including myself. And the people who really weren't just love the kind of misery that goes on in the newsroom. So I decided right that moment that I was done and I was just going to start doing training on the side and kind of pursuing a different career. That's kind of how it started. I started doing some training and teaching classes. I became certified. Clearly, I was an athlete my whole life. And uh, so I have that background. And then the irony is I got fired from my job. (laughs) And then, so I was like, well, I guess this is the time, you know, I called my mom and I said, mom, I just got fired from my job. And she says, well, that's the best thing that could have happened to you. And then that's kind of how breakaway fitness started. <laughs> that's funny. It's <laughs> funny how the universe works in the way, but it's funny that you mentioned that too. Cause I always, I love sports so much and I love writing. So I always thought I would be a sports reporter too, but I too knew how low those wages were. So I said, maybe I should try to do something else. So <laughs> I feel your pain with that. Just to be clear though, I wasn't fired for, from, what I did, I didn't do anything wrong. She was mad at who would now 
was my husband. We worked together. He was my boyfriend at the time and he had quit. So then she fired me. So just to make that clear, I, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's a good clarification. It's important. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. So I guess, could you tell us a little bit more about what you're doing with Breakaway Fitness? So we are a private personal training company. We have, you know, for the general population, we do training. And then also we have a strength and conditioning facility for athletes. So we started our business 16 years ago with the personal training and then the strength and conditioning for athletes. We started that location nine years ago. So we've been doing it quite a while. We actually have physical locations. We don't just go to places. We work out of our own locations. We love what we do. It's a really fun job. Kind of get to hang out. We work out, motivating others, have a healthy lifestyle. And way to describe our gym, I always say it's the cheers without the beer. I don't know if you know the TV show Cheers. Yes. Whenever you walk in, everybody, everybody knows your name. name. It's just a really fun place, but there are serious workouts happening. So it's not only just hardcore, but fun. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's huge, especially for a lot of people that may not enjoy working out. You know, they kind of see it as something that they dread doing and knowing that it's important, but not actually wanting to do it. But obviously having and creating that environment probably helps out a ton as far as getting people engaged and excited about being healthy and fit. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to say that people always ask me to describe our gym and, you know, I say the cheers without the beer, but the other determining factor is what we've done with our business is that we make anyone feel comfortable. And I know that sounds crazy, but nobody cares in our gym. Nobody cares if you're in shape. Nobody cares if you're out of shape. Nobody cares if you're young, you're old, you're a man, you're a woman. Nobody really cares about anything. It's just a very nice free atmosphere. And that's why it works so well. And people who do care end up not staying because nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's important. And, uh, you might've even touched on, uh, I guess the part about like what kind of makes you guys unique. Is it, is it just that piece or you have some other things that you feel like make you unique? Well, yeah, I'd say it's, it's that piece. It's a really inviting atmosphere, but also I would say all our trainers all kind of go through the same training before they start working with clients. So no matter if you were to come train with us, if you were to train with me one day and Joe Schmo the next day or whomever the next day, you wouldn't lose a beat. We train all our trainers so that you can move your schedule around. Someone might have a little bit of different personality. Obviously, not everybody's as awesome as I am, but that's, that's a joke. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh along. No, so we do train our trainers and we base our workouts on science. I know that sounds like what everybody should be doing, but guaranteed not every gym is doing that. It's like you'll get people who just let me make the craziest, hardest workout I can think of. Well, that's not really helping anybody if you're not really basing it on anything scientific or what their goals are. It's, and I, we always say this, it's easy to make a workout hard, but what are you doing to make that workout better for that person? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. makes perfect sense. No, that's awesome. And, and especially like you mentioned, like if somebody shifts their schedule around, it's like you, you're not going to miss a beat because you can still continue with what you progress on before with the other person that you're working with. So it's kind of like, yeah, I guess everybody knows your name and also knows your workout, too. So that's a that's a joke as well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So um, I want to ask you next for uh, what we like to call a CEO hack. So this might be like a resource, a book or an app that you feel like you use on a regular everyday basis that makes you more efficient and effective as a CEO. So I was told by another CEO many years ago to read the book from good to great. 
I don't know if you've read that book. It's a great book. It's a great book. And for me, what I've always said, and I love talking to other business owners, and it doesn't really matter what business, all businesses go through the same crap. It doesn't matter what your business is. Guaranteed, you all go through the same crap. So when I was reading this book and, you know, they based the stories of this book on big Fortune 500 companies. But what I took away from it was not every employee is meant to be the CEO or the manager or whatever you want to say. You kind of try to guide your employees to where their strengths are, because not everybody's management material. Not everybody is, you know, just a worker bee material. Some people don't even deserve to like be working that they should just be managing because they can't do the day-to-day operation kind of thing. So that book really kind of took our business from just being, you know, a mom and pop shop to learning how to deal with employees and growing the business with the employees. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's great insight because it's kind of like knowing thyself. So understanding where your strengths are, but also understanding your employees or your contractors or people on your team, understanding what their strengths and weaknesses are. So you can kind of put them in the best place to be successful. Right. So the next question I wanted to ask you was for like a CEO nugget. And this might be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice or something that you wish that you knew as a younger business owner. I actually have a couple because I've learned the hard way. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I will try to be brief, but a couple of things are number one is everybody is replaceable. I used to think that this person couldn't be replaced, but I've learned that everybody is replaceable. And when things change, it's okay because usually it kind of works out for the better because this person left because they were unhappy or this person left just because they moved out of the area or whatever the case may be. It usually works out. And I used to think, oh my gosh, I can't lose this person. I got to throw more money at them. I got to give them this, do this. And really what I learned is the more I gave them, it never got any better. So everybody's replaceable. And going along that route is you should always be prepared to replace someone. (laughs) Yeah, that's huge. Just because, yeah, like you said, you know, you always have to be thinking ahead and understanding that you can't be afraid to, you know, maybe get rid of somebody or even probably move somebody in a different place if it doesn't work out and it might turn out to be a better situation. And then, like you said, like people's lives change, people move, things happen, people get other offers. So you can't all, you also have to be prepared for that person leave as well. Absolutely. And the other thing I learned just, you know, this is our business too, which is, you know, it is a sales business, but hopefully it sells itself is that if you're talking to any CEO, and I've said this before, is that you as the business owner will always be your best salesperson. I don't care who you hire to do any kind of selling, you will always be your best salesperson. It doesn't matter because you know your business, you believe in your business, and you believe what you do. You will automatically sell your business better than anybody else. So when you say, I want to hire this, that, or the other, you are always going to be your best salesperson. That's my other little nugget, I guess. Yeah, it's huge. And, and like a lot of people that start businesses or start startups and organizations, a lot of it is coming from a passion. So that kind of spills over into the, like the sales arena where you're, you're so passionate about what it is that you're doing and you saw maybe a gap or an opportunity and you want to kind of tell the world. So when you bring that 
person on or you hire that person, they don't necessarily have that same passion. So it may not necessarily be able to kind of replicate that. So I think those are phenomenal points. So one of the next things I wanted to ask you, which we get the opportunity to have different types of CEOs on this podcast, whether it be startups or people that have big, huge Fortune 500 companies. So I wanted to ask you, what does being a CEO mean for you? Wow. You know, what does it mean for me? No, <laughs> no you know, it's a bittersweet place to be, right? So some days you just want to walk away. Like you don't want to deal with managing others. You're responsible for their salaries. You're responsible for people and their health benefits and this, that, and the other. And sometimes you just like want to escape. But on the other hand, it's again, the same analogy. It's the beauty of that too, right? That you've created this thing and that you are responsible for other people and you are making other people's lives better. And and this is just as the CEO, you know, your employees, you give them, you know, great benefits. You make it a fun environment for them to go every day. So, I mean, would I have it any other way? No. Or some days you want it the other way. Yeah. You want to go home and not have to stress about oh my gosh, are we going to make it enough for to, you know, everybody's salary or, you know, do we need more clients or do we need to do A, B, and C? And you're constantly thinking about it. And sometimes you you just want to like go to work and then leave, right? Mm-hmm. As you know, you're a CEO. Sometimes you do, you're constantly going and, and other people might not even realize. They think, oh, well, they're not working. They're off doing whatever, but you are always working when you're mm-hmm. a CEO, right? Yeah. I'm on my bicycle and I'm riding my bike for my exercise. And what am I doing? I'm thinking about my next thing or whatever I'm doing for work tomorrow, or whatever it is like to help this, that, or the other. And it's never ending. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think you did. I mean, about like the honest perspective of it, because I've always seen it as like a roller coaster ride because there's incredible highs, but there's also can be incredible lows and it's definitely, you know, a nonstop roller coaster. So I definitely would agree with that. Yeah. And, uh, and I've thought a lot about, it. you know, you go through some tough times with like employees or whatever. And there have been times where I'm just like, I'm done. I, I'm just going to go get a nine to five job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those tough times. And I, I sometimes, you know, you, you got to just push through and just keep plugging along, right? There's going to be, you know, tough times with everything in life. Yeah, it's very true. And a lot of times the people that become the most successful aren't necessarily any smarter or or have better skills, so to speak. They just have kind of persistence and they kind of stick with it and, and ride through the ups and downs and side to sides and everything else that comes with owning a business. Right. Awesome. 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 Well, Krista, I truly appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule. I wanted to to give you the floor or give you the mic, so to speak, one more time to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know. And lastly, how people can get a hold of you. Gosh, what else can I say about running a business in the fitness business? I will say this, as I always try to tell trainers when they first come interview the fitness, because I know you're doing a lot of fitness interviews. The fitness business is not for everyone. And a couple reasons is, is that you are working all early mornings, all late evenings, and on weekends. That's the business because people are working out when they're not at their office job, right? Mm. The other thing I always say, because my husband and I run this business together, if you want a family, do not go into the fitness business with your husband. (laughs) (laughs) And the only, and and I don't say that in a bad way in the sense of we can't get along. It's more of with these crazy hours, it is virtually impossible to have a family without hired help and family help to help you 
get your kids to A, B, and C because they need to go to A, B, and C when you're training people. It's really challenging to do it together. And I know that's very appealing for some, but I'd say, you know, if you don't want a family, more power to you. It is very challenging if you, if you want a family. My direct email is Krista, C-H-R-I-S-T-A at breakawayfitness.com. Or you can just find us on the internet, breakawayfitness.com and just reach out. If you just want to talk shop too, I love that. I love talking shop with business owners. It is really fun for me. So I'm up for that as well. Awesome. 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 Well, Chris, I, I truly appreciate the great and awesome things that you've been able to do and accomplish. And anybody that does want to follow up with you, we will have your information in the show notes. But uh, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.